Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Boss Roast After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Boss Roast Network. I'm your host, Laron Dawkins, and back with me tonight, as always, are my compadres, uh, the wonderful Stephanie Klimov. Hey, girl, what's up? Hey, hey, good evening. And the mister of the Boss Roast Network himself, Corey Derrick. Dude, what's up? Hello. What's poppin'? <laughs> You, you you love doing that now, don't you? I know. It, just, it sounds really <laughs> dumb when I say it, so that's what I say. <laughs> you sound cool when you say it, and when I say it, I just sound like a stupid white guy trying to sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, first of all, let me just say, welcome back, you guys. You guys were on vacation, and I missed you guys. Yeah, it was very quiet on the on the text chat. Mm. this past week it was you know i was like i was like somebody pay attention to me well you haven't been sending tiktoks either that week yeah uh, that's true that where is are true. my well, tiktoks well well i feel i feel like i feel like tiktoks are kind of like a like like a, a loaded weapon so you know like, it's one of those things where it's like uh, i don't know if i just send this to them because like they may yell at me so so i, so I don't only when i'm in a work meeting <laughs> <laughs> Well, what well, what business do you have opening a TikTok? Because you, you see it says a t- you see it says the TikTok link. You see that? I know. Just, <laughs> I, I I like to be a little dangerous. <laughs> no, I I see. Oh man, talking yeah. about something really important, like I don't know, making the business run, and then some TikTok pops up. It's like, oh, what's happening here? So. So, uh, did you, so, uh, well, two questions. Did you enjoy your vacations? Yes. I yes. had a wonderful time. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was a little stressful, but overall, good time. Okay. Good. And, uh, and did you get any rest on your vacation? No. Zero. Yeah. Okay. And then well, what the hell is the point of the vacation, Corey? Um, I don't know. To, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. You know, I just, I went, I had a good time. I ate a lot of food that was terrible for me. I rode a lot of rides that were also probably terrible for me. And uh, it was a good time. Guardians of the Galaxy, so- though, that ride. Ooh. Really good. Are there any, are there any more wooden coasters left over at, um over, over at Disney? Wooden roller coasters? Yeah. I don't think there ever has been any wooden roller coasters. Disney. Okay. Uh, the oldest roller coaster there right now is Thunder Mountain. I think. All right. Because uh-huh. I know wooden, wooden wooden coasters, I don't I don't agree with. Like they don't look like uh, like that's that's instant headache, and that's how you get me to not no longer enjoy the amusement park. Yep. That's uh. Yep. I agree. But Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Oh my gosh, that that ride is amazing. It's a isn't it's a, one isn't something about one of those rides like it's actual canon that you're not going to be able to experience outside of uh it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Of the, okay. It's it's okay. MCU canon. Well, what you need to tell us exactly what happens because I don't know if I'm going anytime soon before like, you know, like it's no longer an event. Well, I mean, it doesn't it's MCU canon, but it doesn't like really affect anything. Uh mm-hmm. But basically, what it is, it's an indoor roller coaster, and uh, what the the story of it is. So Epcot is like they have 
in the back of the park world showcase right where like each pavilion is a representation of a different country and you can eat their food and experience like some sort of attraction that's based off their country right well mm-hmm. guardians of the galaxy is called like the pavi- it's it's basically like an epcot country pavilion mm. but for uh xandar which is the planet where nova prime is located right mm-hmm. and so like their whole pavilion is like the wonders of xandar and uh they have this thing called the cosmic generator which is supposed to be able to transport people through like wormhole holes in space to experience travel on other planets and whatever and that's like their whole so thing ba- so basically it's ratchet and clank rift apart uh, yeah basically it even <laughs> it even kind of like some of the ride even kind of looks like that it has that hexagonal kind of like you know tunnels and yeah through whatever uh but then like one of the celestial beings steals the cosmic generator because he thinks that humans were a mistake and he goes back to the big bang to try to fix the mistake uh and so your job is to jump through time and space to stop him from uh resetting life pretty much Mm. and that's technically canon yeah Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Uh but oh my gosh, dude, the ride though is awesome because like since you're going back in time, the first like you go up you go up this like lift hill, right? And you kind of go and do the roller coaster thing and then it stops you and then it launches you backwards. Like it's got a backwards launch, but the roller coaster car moves so like it spins like by the time the launch is over, you're facing forward again because the cars turn like Haunted Mansion style where they like kind of and they always want you to look at the action because the whole thing is like a big movie, right? You like the, they have projections of like the Celestial and the Guardians of the Galaxy are like flying their ship and stuff. And it has all the characters from the movies in it. And Terry Crews is in it for some reason. <laughs> and Glenn Close is also in the pre-show. Mm. and like it's just it's crazy and at one point you're like going around these like banks like these banks of a roller coaster but you're also going sideways because they have you orbiting the moon and that you're orbiting earth at one point and it's just it's wild it's crazy it's so crazy Mm. i wish i would have ridden it again but didn't have time And uh, Stephanie, I know, um, I know you were, I know you uh, hung out with Stoy and Pat for uh, Extra Life. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I got to eat amazing cheese products and good beer. <laughs> I had fried cheese; they call them cheese curds. Oh, so good! I'm so actually, bad for you. I've never actually had cheese curds before, so like, what? Uh, so, so, but aren't, but isn't cheese curds? Aren't isn't like not it's. It's not the same cheese per se, like like actual regular cheese, though, right? It's, I don't know. Like when I hear cheese curds, I was not picturing something delectable, but to me, it looked like fried cheese, mm-hmm. and it tasted like fried cheese. So I don't See, know. I love cheese, so like you know, like I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to try it whenever, <laughs> whenever I get a chance. Yeah. So it was great. I got to play a lot of games, hang out, record an episode live and in person, which is always wonderful. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and then we I went down. Do that sometime. We really should. Yeah, for real. Went to Houston. Wow, what, oh, my- wow, what happened to my voice? Jesus Christ. I know. Whoa, that came out of nowhere. You yeah. Know, Taylor on? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm sleepy. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Just a side note, I'm really upset right now. Uh-oh. Why is that? Why? So remember how in the previous podcast, and we've spoke about this before, just super quick about the Harry Potter thing. In the past that I've taken quizzes, I've always consistently been a Ravenclaw. And that was back when I was really gunning for Gryffindor, but I still ended up being Ravenclaw. So I'm like, okay, I'm a Ravenclaw. So I went and I bought a Ravenclaw watch. And tonight I finally caved and I'm like, I'm going to sign up for that stupid Pottermore because I just didn't want to create another account. So I signed up for that Pottermore. I took the quiz. And I'm mad. It says I'm a Hufflepuff. All these uh-huh. years, I've been a Ravenclaw. And I ordered a Ravenclaw watch. And I'm stupid. And I can't start over. I can't, like, do it again. It's like, you are Hufflepuff forever. So I'm mad now. Just don't listen to it. Just be like, I'm a Ravenclaw. I, I, exactly. Technically, Harry was a Slytherin. Remember? Hmm? Hmm? I You know, know that but... theory, right? Yes, but you know what? I think that just goes to show about just quizzes and questions in general. I, you know, the way I answer questions now are probably not the same way I'd answer questions ten years ago, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, just side, just side note. Also, yeah. I want to rant real quick. I don't want to take up a big chunk of this episode, but just for kind of humor purposes, because I think my rants are anyway. I love my family. But there was a particular part of my family that had sick children. And Corey, you know, it's difficult to handle sick children. Yes. But uh, the said parents just didn't want to take care of not spreading their disease- <laughs> diseases oh, throughout Jesus the entire Christ. house. Hmm. I'll, you know, I'll throw a strep diagnosis around. Oh. Uh, so uh, I wasn't really happy about that. And maybe this could be for another time because Ron, I know you have a topic and yeah, I'll bring this up another time, but I'm now kind of in a position where I'm learning when it comes to other children that are misbehaving or behaving spoiled. I'm not calling them spoiled, but maybe they're behaving spoiled. See how I'm picking my words very carefully. (laughs) If you, if they're in your family, like what, is the appropriate level of me speaking out because usually if it's a complete stranger like don't just let the kids be you're not their parent yeah but if they're family is the same rules apply i don't know so anyway let's just say that's kind of the the challenge part <laughs> that i had experience mm. mm-hmm. understandable that's all i mean <sighs> I, I would say something but i'm also, also, I actually, you know what? I probably wouldn't say anything. I would want to say something really bad, but then I would chicken out and not say anything. Yeah. Mostly because I don't talk to my family all that much anymore. So <laughs> it's fine. No love loss, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I would chicken out because <laughs> I'm a loser, I guess. I feel like I, I feel like I'm well. I don't feel like I've been told like I'm one of those people. I have like I, I have like like limitless amounts of, of patience and stuff like that. 
And I feel like I'm at an age now where I beg to differ with that that opinion, you know. But I mean, I do have a lot of patience when you know push comes to shove and stuff like that. But you know, when the kids, be- y'all see the movie Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. Yes. You remember when he punched that kid? Yep. <laughs> that I'm at that point now where that would be me. <laughs> he popped. Kid? He popped that kid right in right in his bread basket, and that kid <laughs> sat down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's, and the crazy part is, he even warned him. He was like, he was like, you keep that up, and I'm going to punch you. And what was it? Was the kid? Was he? Was he like just poking him or something? Like he was doing something really obnoxious. And and he and he turned and he turned around to the kid, and he was like, you do it that one more time, and I'm going to punch you. And the kid looked at him for a second. Like, like he couldn't believe he just heard that, and he went back to fucking with him. And sure enough, like he, like, uh, like it was like in Dragon, it was like in Dragon Ball Z when, uh, when, when Vegeta punched like, like, like Trunks and goats in. <laughs> it was just like that. You like bow, <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the kid reacted, and it was so funny because it was so smooth. Like he put his hand over his mouth, and he sat him down on the couch, and he just patted him real fast in the stomach, and just, and just, and, and gave him a look, and that was the end of it. <laughs> I know I'm I've I've been mostly biting my tongue for stuff like this primarily because of my uh, conflict avoidant personality and that's purely it I'm just so averse to conflict that I will personally suffer <laughs> myself but I guess sorry this is turning into an actual full story here's kind of what was that led me to my final straw even though I didn't do anything mm-hmm. and again I love my family you know just side note um it was my birthday. I did not ask anything for my birthday while I was with family. But, you know, they got me just like this small little cake and they were just going to sing and um, light a candle. Apparently, one of the kids was eating something when we started singing Happy Birthday, so he had a meltdown. Kids aren't rational. That didn't bother me. I get it. Fine. Oh, okay. We'll sing again. No big deal. Like, really? But as soon as the kid got over that meltdown and they were singing to me, he runs up, climbs up to the top of the chair, and keep in mind, he's one of the sick children. So I was blowing out, blow my candle. Parents did not say anything. They relit the candle, sang a third time. Kid blew out the candle a second time. That is where I start getting annoyed. I'm like, you cannot pull the kid back, say anything. And then and then the parent says, well, the twin sister is going to be really upset if she can't blow the candle out now. So let's have her blow out the candle. So they relit my birthday candle a third time, my last count, so she could also blow out the candle. By then, I'm like, stop singing. Stop lighting the candle. We're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this cake being blown on by very sick children. So again, I felt ashamed that I got very irritated. But at the same time, I'm like, that was in excess. <laughs> so, I I feel like in this situation, I would have had to pull the parents aside and like, hey. I was like, I'm not trying to critique anybody's parenting style here or whatnot, but have, uh, but have you ever thought what is and is not appropriate for your children to be doing. Yeah, you know, I would say it's somewhere along the lines of that, you know, and be like, you know, like children, 
children should know they can participate in things, but they cannot be the thing, you know? And yeah, I get how, how, how old was the child? Three. They're both three. Okay, three year olds. Okay. So. Well, I see, believe- they. They wouldn't know. That's why I would, it would be up to the parents. If Nikolai mm-hmm. did that, I would tell him what's up. Sorry yeah. to talk you. Yeah. Mm. You say they're twins? Yes. Uh, first set, first. Oh, well, so they're twins. First set of kids, or have yes. they? Are, are they okay? So they have not had kids before this point. Mm-hmm. They're okay. So they are definitely still learning the whole parenting thing. They're yeah. definitely learning that. But at the same time, you have two kids, so you have you have two opportunities to you know to like figure shit out. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would have said something because I, and I would just put it in layman's terms. I was like, listen, I was like, I get their kids and everything, but just imagine, just imagine today was your birthday, and I came and blew your candle out not once, not twice, but three times. Mm-hmm. How 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 would you accept it? It's a good point. Very wisely spoken, Laron. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I'm. I mean, and also, and also, like I, I'm one of those people. I be, I believe in um, you know, I believe in treating kids like you know they're young. They're they're uh, they're they're young adults. You know, and I don't mean like young adults, like you know, like a high schooler, for example. Yeah, well, you know? adults in training. Well, they're not yeah. adults trained. They're training to be adults. Yeah, because yeah, because no, honestly, like like you know, like when you start telling when you start telling kids certain things, like you know, they start to grasp it. You know, sometimes it takes a little while for them to understand it or, or fully process it, but they start to grasp it. And you know, and also kids want to be kids also want to be treated, you know, equally, like with adults and stuff like that. You know, so it's one of those things where you know, unless of course they're like the world's most immature child, you know, because yeah. there are those, you know. But but I know I know a lot of times if you know, especially you know, because like. In this day and age, like you know, like we, we, we kind of we kind of fall in these traps now, where we, where you know, like we, where we, you know, like we want to teach our boys how to be boys, and we want to teach our girls how to be girls, but at the same time, we also want them to to like be themselves and stuff like that. But the one thing I, the one thing I, the one thing I know kids love is that when they can do, when they can, when they can be acknowledged like they are, like they are grown up, just like you are, and stuff like that. So these lessons aren't hard to give your kids. Yeah. They're they're not, you know. I don't know. I might be I might wind up being the world's worst dad if I ever have kids because maybe this maybe this approach is just wrong to child rearing, but you know, we've talked about these in past past episodes after dark. I feel like I feel like I feel like it's up to us to like end our cycle of trauma that, you know, was passed down from our parents and, and our parents yeah. and our parents' parents and all that stuff, you know, and stuff like that. And I feel like a cycle I feel like a cycle of trauma that is not it's it's so it's so it's it's so pervasive is that is the fact that you know like our parents did this to us and we don't want to do it to our kids not realizing that we're 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 reinforcing the thing that we know is wrong mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. that's that's just the way it is i don't know like i said i might be the world's shittiest dad you know if i ever have nah. kids i i have no idea i i feel like i have all this knowledge about the ways i feel like kids should be brought up and stuff and, you, and i also feel like kids should be kids kids should kids kids understand the authority figure but at the same time they you they you should also let them feel like they have a place at the table as well because they're part of the family you know yeah, it's definitely a difficult line to draw, and that line is almost never clear. So, none of us really know what we're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. 
You know what? You know what? I will say this. You're 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 an awesome parent just for acknowledging that you have no idea what you're doing because like I always I've had some friends they're like, Oh yeah, this oh yeah, this kid shit this kid shit's a, you know like like easy and stuff like that. And and I look at them like this is your first child. This is your first child. You you think it's real that easy? And then you know, like you wind up seeing their kid growing up and I was like, Oh, like you have the makings of Brock Turner in your in your house right now, dude. <laughs> And and for people who might not know who Brock Turner is, that's the that's the college kid that you know raped that drunk girl behind the behind the dumpster. Yeah, the one that got caught. The one that got caught exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like any parent that claims that they have the whole parenting thing down pat is either in denial or just delusional, and I'm just I'm just trying to be real. Obviously, I'm doing my best. Just because I admit I don't know any, I don't know it all, doesn't mean I'm doing not doing my best. And you know, just uh, trying to take the middle path. I'm trying to take a little bit of every type of parenting style, I guess. Here's what I know for sure. Here's what I know for sure. Like you're an amazing parent, and I'm saying this. I'm saying this in the like in the fishbowl. You're an amazing parent if you are trying to be a parent. You know. But, you know, um, and, you know, trying to be a parent comes in many different, many different like disguises and stuff like that, because sometimes sometimes trying to be trying to be a good parent means that, you know, like you can be your kid's friend. Sometimes trying to be a good parent means that you are the you are the authority figure that teaches them everything that's right and wrong to your knowledge. You know, sometimes trying to be the good parent is letting is, you know, like when you're the parent that lets your kid try to figure things out on their own and from a whole spectrum of things from, you know, like their gender type to their, to their sexuality, to their, to what they want to be, you know, like, you know, their religious path and all this stuff. Like there's so many ways of, of being a good parent just by trying to be a good parent. And, you know, so it's really, it's really crazy when I see parents that are not trying to be parents. And I don't mean like, you know, like they're busting their ass working like, you know, like 60, 72 hour work weeks and stuff. So they're just not in their child's life, you know, because that's just an unfortunate, that's just an unfortunate side, side effect of living in the year 2022, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the same, but what I'm saying is, you know, like, you know, I get sometimes we're absolutely tired and, you know, the TV is like the babysitter, but you know, when the TV is always the babysitter, and you just don't want to do shit, you know. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem, and I and I guarantee you, somebody sitting here listening to this podcast right now and was like, "Laron's forty-seven year old man that does that has never had a child at a moment in his life. What the fuck is he? Who the fuck is he telling me about this stuff?" I'm not the person to tell you about this, but like I said, I used to be a child, and I look back at what I look back at the things that parents aunts, uncles, grandparents and stuff have done around me and to me and stuff like that. And I kind of have an idea of what makes a good and bad parent. I was like, I don't know. As a parent, I fully endorse everything that you're saying. So, Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Sounds thank right. You. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sounds sounds right. right. Yeah. I know this though. I know this. I have a funny feeling that I would be my kid's best friend, but I would also be their parent, you know, because like I, I'm immature as fuck as a 47 year old man. So, you know, I'm going to be that dad that's going to be like, don't tell mom, you know, like, like oh. we're, we're about to do, we're about to do this. And, you know, if you say a damn word, like, like I, I'm, I'm not the only person that's getting grounded. Spo- spoilers. Well, I would spoilers. draw my compliment to you. Sir. <laughs> spoilers, Ron. Don't tell mom does not work. 
<laughs> oh, I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't work because nine times out of ten, the dad that's always like, "Don't tell mom," has a wife that's like, "Don't tell dad." <laughs> or more always, like, it, mom always finds out. Mom always. Finds out. Yeah, usually it's the kid running up to mom and says, "Daddy what? told me not to tell you this," but. <laughs> or you're checking. They're checking the credit card statement. And it's like skydiving classes for two. Who'd you go skydiving with? <laughs> well, I don't want to be a hypocrite because this is not. This is close, but the whole don't tell thing, I actually go, hey, Nikolai, don't tell Lao Lao and Lao Yeah, my parents. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> one, like, so I mean, I'm kind of doing it too. And I was nervous. I was like, he's going to tell him. He's going to tell him. He's going to tell him. That fucker didn't tell him. I was so proud of him. <laughs> he can keep a secret. <sighs> Man, kids. Kids. Good times. Yeah. So we got for a topic, Laurent. You wanted to bring something to the table, or did we need to do patron? I, I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. Let's do, yeah, patrons, do patrons first. We need patrons. Um. So yeah, you can support Boss Rush After Dark as well as our other shows here by heading over to Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BossRushNetwork, where you can get early access to five shows for just a dollar. Uh, but if you want to be a Patreon producer, you can subscribe to our five dollar tier. What does that mean? It means you get early access plus a shout out on this show. So without further ado, our Patreon producers for this episode of Boss Rush After Dark are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian Skipper, my wife, Sana Dierig, Francisco Santilin, Rebecca Jewell, and our newest Patreon producer, Always On Deck Comedy. Yay. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you to all of our Patreon producers. Thank you to our patrons. And thank you to all of our free listeners. Remember, all of our content remains free. We just provide some perks if you support us. Uh, if you are a free listener, we encourage you to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're watching the video on YouTube, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, like the video, hit the bell for notifications, all those YouTube things. And uh, I don't know. Tell everybody how pretty they are. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I feel. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I know it sounds so patronizing right now, but I mean, I, I, I feel like, I feel like honestly, like we don't thank you enough for the stuff that you do behind the scenes here at the Boss Rush Network. So no, for real, thank you, dude. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, so like this might, this, this might wind up being a hot button topic here tonight. But you uh -oh. know, we're no, we're no stranger to those, are we? Nope. All right, so um, so I told you guys earlier earlier today that I want that I, that I was thinking about speaking about this, so I'm just gonna put it out there on the table. Like, uh, uh, why why are people a certain way that they that they have a hard time like you know like acknowledging people's preferred pronouns or personal identifications? Why 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 is that? I feel like. I feel like we're in this weird ass age and I'm not sure if it's uh if it's if it's just from if it's just people rebelling against political correctness or whatnot or 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 what is it or you know people just don't want to acknowledge you know like 
I don't even. I, I don't want to say pronouns are even like a like a like a queer or an LGBTQ thing. Uh, but you know, you know, like non-binaryism is part of the queer community. You know, but at the same time, you know, I feel like anybody, like you know, like you don't have to be queer to say like I prefer to not be called this versus that. You know what I mean? Um. So I'm trying to figure out like what the whole what the whole what the big deal is because just like. Just like how, for example, like I introduce myself, I say, hello, my name is Laron, and uh, my name is Laron, but you know, uh, my name is Laron, but you, but I prefer you call me by this, you know, by, by use this instead of using my name Laron, you know, like, you know, that's kind of easy for people to get. So in the same, in the same grasp, you know, why is it so hard for someone to say like, hey, like I prefer not to be associated as a male or female, you know? And people just wind up getting their panties in a twist. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, just to clarify, because this is the clarification I sought from you, Laron, is the difference between just getting the pronoun correct in the beginning or if it's just after the person has requested being referred to a certain way. Because I'll admit, yeah. my biggest fear, and it's going to happen, is not an, even intentionally make an assumption, but just how I've grown up for 34 years if someone is male appearing or female appearing, I just would default to he or she. And yeah. I know it's I'm going to make a mistake one day. And I just want to say to anyone out there, it's going to be non-intentional. And once they correct me, I'm going to apologize for 20 minutes. But I believe, Lauren, you're talking about if someone says, I would like to be referred to as they. And then, and then, and yeah. Then continue and, to then like, people, no, and then people go out of their way. He is, a, yeah. I, it's, it's people who are very you know very fixated on well like are they fixated it, on the queerness is that what it is <laughs> i'm trying to get in their mind i just maybe it's more of a well what's i hate to be crude but like this is kind of how they think right like whatever what's between your legs that's what you are like oh this, oh oh yeah none of this uh pick your own gender stuff like i don't i'm i'm going to assume that might be one of the reasons it's again hard for me to fathom i mean let me like i'm not going to even remotely try to side with them but let me just start from the ground up part of me as a person with a i'm i'm not a medical doctor but i do have a doctor's degree in the medical field where i do think of things in a biological way mhm like, I do feel it's important that there is a biological sex. That's not something that we're doing on purpose to be bigots. No, we are born with chromosomes that determine a biological sex, which is important for hormone production and reproduction. And yeah. I still don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, however, I am treating this as how people just like to be referenced and what they identify with and what be identifying as is different than biological sex. Yet some people still consider that the same. So is my explanation like kind of starting to become clear? Like some people just can't tease out the difference between a biological sex versus their gender identity. Mm -hmm. Um, so if that person is a born male, but wants to be referred to as a they, or even she, they're just like, no, you're, you're a man. So you're going to be a he, I don't know. I, I have heard that before. Yeah. Pitiful and disrespectful. If someone is being open and wants to be referred by a certain pronoun, then why you got to go out of your way and be a jerk? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, and I just don't 
I just don't know. I, I, uh, because, well, here's something, here's something to also put in perspective, right? Uh, now I understand like, you know, like there was a time when there was a time when, you know, like they and calling someone they, them was actually meant to be insulting. Like, you know, like it was like, it was an easy way to, to devalue someone's personhood real fast by calling them outside of their, their gender, you know? It was a yeah. It was a yeah, as as a matter of fact, for sure. You know, like uh, and 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 he's usually throwing at people of color. You know, normally oh. people of color were the ones that were that that were the on the receiving end of that because like you know when I was younger, when I was younger, yeah, like you 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 fuck around and call you fuck around and say they or them about me, and I'm gonna challenge your ass. You know, but now I'm sitting up here like you know, but now I'm at a I'm in in of a of a different mind mindset now, to where like you know. Like, uh, like, like you can call me as I present. So I present like a man. So you can call me he, him, but if you, but if you, but if you're not sure about my pronouns, I, I am completely accepting of they, them. I am, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's, and that's, and that's something I came, that's something I came to the realization of now. I don't prefer they, them, but you know, like, I don't mind if you say they, them in, in response to me, because you may, you may be conflicted about like, should you, should you accidentally misgender me? I don't know how you could misgender me, but you know. You know, we're we're in this we're in this new age where you know people are people are doing things a little bit differently. You know, they are. And actually, I don't know if this is like I might have to ask other other people too. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any input, but there are times that if I don't know for sure, and yeah. I'm all nervous inside, I will use they because I think it's the safest. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's appropriate because. Again, it, it that it's a true it's a true thing. Like the binary aspect of gender identity is is not as strong as in the past. And there are times where when you look at someone you can't exactly really tell if either or, if that makes sense. And I'm not I'm yeah. not saying that in a in a derogatory or mean way. It's just that if someone would ask me, does that look like a boy or a girl? I'd be like, I don't know, but does it matter? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I might not know, and I don't want to offend someone. I'm so terrified of offending someone. So I don't know yeah. if they is an appropriate default now. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> and let me tell you, for those people that can't get over it, you should. Because I used to, in a sense, have an issue, but not for the reason that you think. As a writer, they is a plural. <laughs> So I was like, but it's not grammatically correct. But guess what? I yep. got over it. I just yep. got over it. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I just I, I don't know sometimes, you know. It's like it's like it's not that hard, you know. Like if uh if if you were if you were uh, just like how it's easy to say like, "Hey, my name my name my name is Richard, but you can call me Dick." You know. You know, why is it so hard to be like, hey, my hey, my name is my name is Susan, but uh but I prefer not to be called she or her. Yeah. 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 I don't know why people have such a difficult time, but it's like a ting ting it's like a ting ting song. That's not my name. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. It just kinda popped in my head and I had to get out there before before I forgot it. It's fine. I was just commenting i don't i don't i get i don't really know what else i can say about this i just i it took me a a little bit to learn you know or you know i don't want to say i wasn't ever okay with it but it took me a while to learn that language right to start speaking that way right like Mm -hmm. 
sometimes uh, and to stephanie's point sometimes you just like you aren't sure but like you know it, it this is also like a communication thing from both parties too is like okay we all need to as a society need to be better about accepting people about who they are but also i think we need to do a better job of educating and communicating with each other about things like this too you know yeah and that's also where i think maybe some people are afraid to communicate because they don't want to offend you know mm -hmm. but but go going back quickly to the people that intentionally continue to not respect the wishes of others because that's a different story right it's one thing if Corey were nervous about offending someone and might not say anything out of just initial fear um you know the crowd that will just intentionally be like you want to be called they no i'm going to continue to call you he i another kind of excuse i've heard again so i'm just for bringing this to the table for discussion i didn't say before i've heard is the whole where do we draw the line because i think the example they used was in in some schools kids are now identifying as as cats and dogs like are we gonna refer to them as animals too so like they kind of threw kids that have been, kids have been doing that since the beginning of fucking time though no, like... i know i'm just like that's like <laughs> well, no, no, I'm, I'm just i'm just, I'm just yeah. saying it out in the vacuum that's all <laughs> mm -hmm. which is like i don't know i just don't think that throwing out just random examples that have nothing to do with the situation is not a good argument for respecting yeah. someone's wishes yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I just I just I, I think it's I think it's fucked up because like because like yeah, I keep coming back to this point. It's like it's like how would you prefer for like people to like to like talk about you and treat you? Then why can't you give that same courtesy to someone that actually presents themselves and says, "Hey, this is what I would like to be referred to." You know, it's 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 a bunch of fuckery. That's what it is. <laughs> well, the fact that you have to keep going back to that point only proves that this is really simple it's not asking for much yeah and it's unfortunate that it's you know such disrespect is still okay um and i feel like if if someone wants to be an ally uh or if they're even part of the community is to speak up um mm -hmm. you know that's all i can really say in that yeah Um, well, th well, that's my topic. I don't want to beat it into the ground, especially no, given that, I, especially given that I keep saying the same point. Like I've said the same point three times now. So, it's okay. Yeah. May I ask, like, was there a particular reason why this came came to mind? Well, I I think it's because, like, I think it's because, like, you know, like, thank God there. Uh, it's it's all politics. Thank God there was this red tsunami that was predicted. You know, last you know this last election cycle and stuff like that. But I've noticed, like, I've noticed all of a sudden like things have gone kind of gone back to like you know like oh well we we couldn't get our way and take and take like the house and the senate so you know like we're gonna be back on our bullshit now you know mm. yeah so yeah and stuff like that and i'm just noticing a lot of things cropping up uh uh in, the, in our pre-recorded segment for the boss rush podcast we talked about jk rowling you know on her fuckery with trans people and stuff like that you know so it's very funny that you know like we wound up rolling into like a a predetermined topic tonight you know hot off the heels of something that that's kind of related you know 
Um, so yeah, that's, that's, so yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm so glad the election, the election, the midterms turned out the way it did, because, you know, like there is, there is so much shit that really could have gone wrong if it went there, if it went the opposite way and stuff like that, you know, and, you know, Democrats, Democrats retain, retain the Senate, um, uh, the Republicans you know, basically keep the keep Congress, you know, by a very, very, very slight majority, you know, and so like that, you know, and uh, and apparently Joe Biden's not as bad as a president as people swear up and down he is. <laughs> you know, I'll bring up a conversation that I had with one of my cousins um, while we, he was driving me back to the airport, and it really speaks volumes the what people focus on and for whatever and he he was explaining why are people so hyper focused on you know one small particular issue or um a person's identity when there are a lot larger pressing problems Uh, again Mm -hmm. this is a very high context meaning like why are you so so hell-bent on pushing your agenda or pushing your opinion so for example in this case how you want to call someone like with a pronoun versus why don't you just focus on being a better person and being proactive with the invite like much larger issues than just being hyper focused on one thing yeah thought it was very wise point and it reminds me of i think it was a socrates um quote like Wise people discuss ideas, mediocre people discuss events, and like, I don't know, simple people discuss people or something. Simple minds discuss people. Yeah, I've 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 heard that, but I I don't I don't know what the exact quote is. I've I've heard that though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that that was my topic. Oh, like Corey's distracted. Yeah. Yes. My kid is crying. I can't, I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Oh no! Goodness. Oh boy! It's very it's very late at night for that. <sighs> no, it's actually early for that. Oh. Well, actually, oh. you know what? Not to. Well, I don't want to. Um, I mean, if it's time to close out the topic, it's great. But it, I assume that's related, so it could still be the same topic. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, with kids though, I got an email from my school. My my school, my son's school. Ooh, this, about this about, this about to be good. Yeah, what they're like teaching, um, and I think it's overall a wonderful program because it talks about a focus on all different types of families. Mm-hmm. And they say, click on here to learn about the vocabulary words your children in K, like pre K through two, will learn, and that includes divorced families single parenthood and i thought that was good actually pretty good because i you know now i'm in 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 these in those shoes where i'm a divorced parent and i felt like i was the odd one out maybe nikolai might be made fun of because his mom and dad aren't together yeah it also had same-sex couples which i also thought okay Speaking from a family dynamic, that makes sense because he has a friend on the bus who has two fathers and my child did. And it makes sense. Like, I understand his question. He goes, he's got two dads. Where's the mom? So, like, I actually 
was stunned because I did not mentally prepare myself for the for for this moment of having to explain that. So mm-hmm. my I hope I did the right thing. I first of all didn't create a reaction because I did not want it to sound like a same sex couple was something out of the ordinary because yeah. it shouldn't be. So A, I didn't provide a external reaction, and B, I said some families have two fathers and I just kept it simple. I wanted to treat it like it was, Oh, it's just another thing I'm explaining to you. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking about, you know, gay, lesbian, transgender, non-binary. And that's kind of why I brought this in. Cause we're talking about like gender identity a little bit. Now I, I haven't talked to the school yet, so I don't have the context because I was curious how that would be taught to pre-K through two, because if we're talking about those vocab words to explain, oh, I got lipstick on my cat's ear. I feel really bad. Sorry. (laughs) If we're talking about from a family dynamic dynamic, so when other kids see other families that might not be the same as theirs to minimize bullying, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if they were speaking about some of those vocabulary words from like a relationship standpoint because yeah the only cuz their kids didn't they're not at puberty yet and and let me defend myself I definitely do not want to sound like I'm a parent that does not like was it the don't say gay bs that was in Florida like no that's not where I'm going for right. it's more like they they define bisexuality, of which I am bisexual, so I my eyes went to that word to see how they defined it. Because when you like people of both genders, my concern was just that my son would be like, Well, I like my mommy and I like my daddy, so therefore I am bisexual. So like I was just curious like how and under what context young kids are learning about it versus you know, or age group, age appropriateness. So I guess it's a to be continued, but I just thought I'd bring that up. Like, I appreciate that they're talking about family dynamics and maybe they'll incorporate pronouns in there, too, because uh, we didn't have that when I was in school. Right. Yeah. But like I said, it's just like. Makes me think, oh, what age do we start talking about these things? And as a parent. That's something I really wish I I knew. I, yeah. I I don't know if like I don't know if I can uh, I don't even know if I can even God can come at that right they see how I'm like I'm faltering for words because I'm like I didn't didn't really I grew up with like there are two genders and you have yeah. to be straight or else it's bad like that's what I grew up with mm-hmm. and that's not what I believe in but because it's what I grew up with when I'm seeing the next generation being taught from a completely different lens which is a good lens I'm like I don't know how to answer some difficult questions that might come down the line mm-hmm. like if my son goes hey mom I think I'm a she I'm just making this up at what point do I need to like is this a, 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 a something that I need, I need to coach him through is this something that maybe he's not understanding or is this something serious like I, I don't know this is completely new territory for me yeah yeah uh, that's something I always had an answer for because, like, I feel like I don't know. Like, I well, you guys know I'm I'm in I'm in a same sex relationship, so I I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like this might be an easy conversation for me to have with me if me and my if me and my uh, my my partner ever decide to have kids. You know, it might be an easier conversation for us because 
they'll have the first hand they have the first hand look at it, you know, which is weird because you know, like my you know, like my boyfriend's gay and I'm actually bisexual. So I could really I, I could see myself really messing my kids up, you know. <laughs> You know, if a kid's like, it's like, okay, I have two dads, but and my one dad likes, 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 likes boys, but my other dad likes boys and girls. Like, what, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, and and Lauren, because you know me as a person, you you can definitely be objective and correct me. Like, has anything that I said in the last few minutes, like, does that seem like my my thoughts are not in the right place? Because mm, no, no, it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like you're processing. Yeah. which that's always a good thing to do like in all in all seriousness i really wish more people would take them would take time to process you know and you know instead of having like these crazy ass knee-jerk reactions that we see that we see like we've seen the, the town halls that devolve real quickly into some bullshit because like yeah. some parent just doesn't understand which that's that's the name of a song by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, and i think processing is important because my number one priority in the end is to raise my son a happy and be the right way whatever right may be yeah and and part of that is to support my child i just want to make sure in whatever way i support my child is the correct way mm -hmm. I, I, and no one knows look we're coming full circle with the conversation right like i don't know what the right way is yeah i'm gonna so a long time ago my like my grandma who was like very forward thinking for someone who was born in the twenties. Right. I mean, she was like really open to like other religions and other aspects of life that people of that time. And even after that are not open to. Right. But she's, I, this statement will always stick with me and I don't know if I brought it up on the show before or not, but she said, Always treat people nice. Always respect other people. Always treat people how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. You may not understand what they're, who they are or what they're going through or who they are, but that doesn't mean that they deserve to be treated different. Amen. And so, you know, she told me that when I, like, uh, my first, like, Right before she died, she told me that. And, you know, we, a couple, I don't know how many episodes ago, but we talked about how, like, I grew up in a very, in an area that was not very kind to people that were different, you know? And, uh, Stephanie's getting something from the cat right now. Um, uh, you know, and I had to learn how to, not be that way because that's how I grew up, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember like, that was kind of like one of the things that she had always, that she had told me. And, uh, you know, I try to keep that in mind when I don't understand something or don't know something, you know, about someone, you know, cause that's also another thing like, we have like, especially me, like I have always had a lot of questions about certain things, but that doesn't mean I don't support who you are or what you're going through or who you choose to love or whatever. You know, I'm just trying to educate myself to be better at supporting, you know, mm -hmm. 
And I think we all kind of have that in certain aspects. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Except for when you share herpes. That's mm. not caring. It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's the ultimate gift, some say. Now here's now, <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm not going to start us on on a new tangent. No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm done. <laughs> it was a good, healthy conversation, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I feel I, I feel like ultimately, like like I think we're all still like looking for the answers to everything. It's not just the story of life in general. Is we're all just looking for the answer. Yeah. It- yeah. And we need to be okay with that. Like, I'm okay with that, but I feel like a lot of society, I don't know if it's more Western society or just society all around in general, there's like this weird pressure. Like, you, you, you need to know everything. If you don't understand something, then you're ignorant or stupid. It's like, no. Yeah. Yep, true that. Some people. All right, Laurent, take us out of here. Let's yeah. go to bed. All right. Well, everyone, that is our show for the night. We want to thank you all for tuning in to Boss Rush After Dark, the premier alternative show for the Boss Rush podcast. Uh, before we head out, we're, uh, I'm going to give my 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 co-hosts here a chance to like plug themselves and let you guys know where you can get in contact with them at. So, uh, hey, uh, Corey, you go first, son. Uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on the Boss Rush podcast. Nintendo Power Block and various other things here. All right, sweet. 70. People can not send DMs to my Twitter and Instagram account, Klimov uh, underscore author. Um, you can find my articles on bossrush.net and Wednesday nights on the Boss Rush podcast and the EXP cast. Alright. Uh, and as always, you can uh, catch me on social media as well as uh, YouTube and Twitch by looking me up at Exodus803. And uh, don't forget, uh, Tuesday nights, uh, I have a podcast show called The Crossroads Podcast Show, where we talk about video games, particularly Xbox, PC, and uh, PlayStation gaming and stuff like that. So don't forget to check it out. Uh, thanks once again for checking checking in to us. Uh, remember, if you're a patron, you're actually listening to this, uh, what, two weeks early? Right, Corey? Yep, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks early. early. Yeah, yep. uh, it's one of the perks of being of being one of our patron producers. So you know, head over to our Patreon, like check some things out, and uh, get in on the know and get 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 things early. All right, we're heading out tonight, so uh, y'all take it easy and remember, we'll be back for a new episode of actually. Wait, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not. As by the time you're hearing this, it will be it we it will already be past Thanksgiving, which means there won't be an actual Thanksgiving episode. So happy Thanksgiving. Be thankful for the things that you have. You know, be thankful for the things that you're blessed with. Be thankful for the things that you might not even know are coming your way. But there's that. Also, also, don't be a dick to your family. You know, like if you and if you've got family that are dicks, you know, just stay out of their way. You know, why, why, why bother yourself? Exactly. All right. All right. All right. We'll be back for all new episode of Boss Rush After Dark, where we'll be talking about more things that aren't always content appropriate for our other anchor shows here at the network. So you all take care of yourselves and have a good night. We love you. So long. Goodbye. Platonically. <laughs> <laughs>